you know, Joshy Boy is diving into those uh, the the lawsuit documents. I mean, there's lot suspended license stuff in there. I mean, it's there's a lot in this case, and because there's so much, and they are very very specific, I'm more inclined to believe the allegations. Um, you know, oftentimes when you have a case, and I, I don't know if he's guilty. Okay? I don't, but you know, he's he's the uh, he's the head volleyball coach over at Bremen now, right? So. You know, that's that's the concern is if the allegations are true, these are very serious allegations and they're very specific and, and they cover a myriad of of broken laws. And, you know, a lot of times when you have a case like this where it's frivolous and they're making it up, it's pretty easy to spot just because there's usually implausible things, things that don't seem to be practical, don't make a lot of sense. And usually pretty easy to poke some holes in some of those stories. This one, I'll look, I'll be honest. I mean, this lawsuit, um, if this stuff is not true, it is uh, it is a very detailed deception. And right now, the, the allegations against him are very, very, very serious. Um, and the fact that this appears to go back to the 2018 season, and and that parents confronted him, and his response was allegedly, "Well, the age of consent is 16 years old." It's just total creep vibes. Yeah, you know, most of the people who prey on on uh, you know these kids, you know, men and women, because there's so many female teachers who do this and female coaches who do this. Um, you know, we don't want to just make it all about men because that's not the case when it comes to public education. Actually, women tend to do this quite a bit, um, maybe even more than the guys do, but the the issue is there's usually some self-confidence or inadequacy issues that are in the mind of the perpetrator. And that's one of the reasons they target young people uh, is to overcome or to shield those inadequacies or, or, uh, you know, whatever it is they're, they're dealing with where they feel like they're, they're not quite measuring up. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep following this, but I'm expecting this one to become a very big news story in very short order. So just pay attention to this story from St. Joseph High School. All right. Uh, I do want to thank R&B Car Company. Locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can also find them online at rbcarcompany.com. Uh, I, I, can I just take a few minutes here? What's your favorite candy, dude? Do you, I mean, do you do the Halloween candy thing? Did you guys have any trick-or-treaters? Huh? Reese's. Reese's? Put your microphone on, man. Nobody can hear you. Reese's? Reese's is the uh, go-to for me, my like, man. Like the full-size cups? Oh, yeah. Give me the four, the king-size. Okay. Guy. Now, I have to ask. This is a serious question. I have to ask this. You know how nobody actually likes Xbox, but a bunch of people prefer Xbox over PlayStation just because their friends are on Xbox and yeah. they can't get away from Xbox, but they don't actually like Xbox because it's inferior. We all know that. Is that you and Reese's? Yes. You just don't want to say anything else? Because everybody loves Reese's and, and you don't want to be the eyeball out. Is that you? It's the bipartisan way to go. <laughs> I am not a fan. I'm just not a fan. No? No. Not even close. What you know, is okay, yours? What so is yours? If, I, if I do eat Reese's, it has to be at least refrigerated because I like that crisp. Refrigerated or frozen? Frozen is better, but at, at least refrigerated. It's like that little extra snap. I like them when they're really, really small and they're in ice cream, like the Moose Tracks ice cream. Okay. Like, I can murder that. Like, I never keep it in the house because I just cannot con- contain myself. But it's like just having, like, a Reese's peanut butter cup by itself, uh-uh. 
And like the Reese's pieces, I think are gross. You can't do you can't no. do just one. No, I can't. And here's the thing. It's not the peanut butter because I buy the Reese's peanut butter. And the Reese's peanut butter is good. I think it's the chocolate they use. And this is this is the I'm not a big chocolate guy, but American chocolate is such complete and total crap. It is so bad. Even Reese's chocolate? <laughs> it's bad. What? It's just, I don't know, man. It's awful. You're the first person I've ever heard to complain about Reese's Well, I And this is, chocolate. I know that I'm the oddball out here. Like, I get that. I like Good and Plenty's and Black Licorice. I know I'm the oddball out. Okay, Good and Plenty's and Black Licorice, both in the top 10 of worst Halloween candies. This okay? is a Las Vegas thing. It's not. Because I'm an oddball there, too. It, it's just me, all right? I fully get it. I'm an oddball. So I'm going through this list, though, the 10 worst Halloween candies, right? Do you agree with this? Let's just go through the list here. All right, so we'll go from 10 to 1. Black licorice, good and plenty, which is just black licorice. Uh, Tootsie Rolls. You know how popular Tootsie Rolls were when I was a kid? Everybody hates Tootsie Rolls now. Why? I don't know. The I don't know when that shift happened. What's that? The vanilla ones are the best. Oh, you like the like the multi-flavored oh, ones? Yeah. I'm just talking about like standard Tootsie Rolls. Like I it's weird because both of our kids like hate them. And we don't know where this this shift happened because growing up, Tootsie Roll was like the thing. You needed you didn't want the little Tootsie Rolls. You wanted the big <laughs> Tootsie Roll or you wanted the thick like square one, right? Right, right. And now nobody wants Tootsie Rolls. Like it's su- something happened where Tootsie Roll just like fell out of favor with everybody. Maybe there was too much market saturation with it. I don't know. But nobody likes Tootsie Rolls anymore, apparently. Um, Mary Janes. Mary Janes. Do you know what that is? No. no. I had to Google this. I've never even seen one of these things. I did a coffee with Casey about this. I had to cover my backside because the Google Google search came up with some interesting things when you were searching for Mary Janes. Um, I've never heard of Mary Janes before. I've never seen them. I had to Google them and look them up. I'm like, I've never seen this in my entire life. I've never actually run it, so I can't describe it to you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it's a package of candy. There's some like drawn on girl's face, whatever. Uh, I have no idea. I've never had one. Okay. Uh, okay. Wax Coke bottles. Yeah, you know, those are disgusting. They were never really all that no. good. It was, you got to chew them and you got to play. It was more of a toy, yeah. right? It really wasn't the candy thing. Um, Necco wafers. And okay, the Necco wafers thing, man. I think this is hysterical because remember the the plant closed down. Okay. And then there was everybody pitching a fit that you couldn't get Necco wafers anymore. And then they started selling Necco wafers again. Remember that? This is the Twinkie thing before the Twinkie thing. It was after. I think it was afterwards. Oh wow! Don't quote me on that. But but remember, there was a whole big thing about Necco wafers going away. Like I don't know, like this is seven that years ago. Yellow and uh, red wrappers. But they also have the chocolate ones. Okay. Right. Okay. So I enjoy them, but I understand why people don't like them. Yeah, you know, it's it's like I don't care if I ever have them again, but if they're around, I'll eat them. You know, it's it's not a big deal. But I I I think that it's funny that it's still like on the worst list because there was such uproar about not being able to buy them anymore when they shut the plant down. Well, that's number seven. That is number five. Number five. And they shut the plant down because nobody was buying NECA wafers. <laughs> uh, number four, Smarties. I'm genuinely shocked by this. I can see it. You don't? No. Nah. Smarties. Smarties were really My popular when I was a kid. Said, Forget about Smarties. We're done with them. You're done with the Smarties. I still like Smarties, but they were real popular growing up, so I guess I grew Did up on them. They even sell Smarties like that. Remember the little boxes you used to get, those little uh, yeah. you know, bite-sized boxes? Mm-hmm. Do they even sell those anymore? I, I haven't seen a box of Smarties in a long time. Yeah. Um, peanut butter kisses? I haven't had a peanut butter kiss. I 
I'd be down to try one, though. I don't know the last time I've actually had a peanut butter kiss. I didn't know they still made them. But that's number three? Number three, yep. <laughs> For, like, worst, okay? Uh, number two, circus peanuts. Oh, yeah. Which is wow. always one or two on the list. But okay, circus one. peanuts, always one or two on the list. I think a few years ago, we actually did, like, a we like had somebody bring them in like so we could try them because I don't think I'd ever actually had them. Um, number one, you already know the answer to this. You already know. What is every, it? Every year, the reigning champ. Just guess. Candy corn. Of course. Every year. Uh, the, every year. The now, peanuts need to be ahead of the candy corn. I, I loved candy corns when I was a kid. The older I get, the less I like them. But I don't like them because they're too sweet. They just have a repulsive taste to them after You a think while. so? Yeah. Okay. Is, is it just like the waxy texture? It it's kind of like stomach, chalky. You just feel so gross after eating a bunch. Like they a whole do bag. hurt my stomach, oh. like big time. And I don't. It's the way that they do the sugar. But did you know that you can actually stack your candy corns and make a corn cob? Did you know that? <laughs> what? You stack them up. They're called candy corns because if you stack them, it's like you're plucking them out of a corn cob. They'll make like <laughs> a corn cob when you stack them up. True story. <laughs> See now, now that everybody's learning that trick. Um, they, you know, candy corns will not be the worst candy because everybody's like, oh, I've got to do it. Uh, so the 10 best Halloween candies. Um, and I, I got to tell you, man, a lot of you just disappoint me. Okay. You just do. There's no hope for you. Uh, so number 10, nerds. Love nerds. Nerds, epic. Still one of the best candies ever. You don't like nerds? Forget you about don't them. like nerds? Forget you don't get like the multi-pack? No. Ah, oh, man. Those have always been weird to me. Nerds are always weird. Yeah. Do you like the nerd rope? Have you tried that? No, but that's it's like even licorice worse. And, licorice and nerds stuck to it. That... Really good. That's good stuff. Uh, what else do we have? Butterfingers. Oh yeah. Butterfingers. I'm here's the thing. That's that low. Okay. Tootsie rolls and butterfingers are like the two weirdest things on this list because Tootsie rolls used to be super popular. All of a sudden, nobody likes them. Butterfingers were the king, the king of candy bars forever. And now. I can't find anybody who actually likes them. No joke. Both of my kids hand over the Butterfingers without fail every time they get one. They don't even want one. And it boggles the mind that they're willing to give up a Butterfinger. Be- I realized that that was the whole commercial, like, let go of my butter, you know, uh, <laughs> better not lay a finger on my Butterfinger, not let go of my ego. Um, but that was true. You never let go of a Butterfinger. If you got a Butterfinger for Halloween, like, you were... If it was a full-size Butterfinger, what? Oh, my gosh. Your yeah, year you're was a, made. You're, you're Are you kidding living. me? So at least it's still in the top 10. But I'm I'm surprised that Butterfinger is not like King anymore. That That's just weird to me. Hershey bars should not be in the top 10. I'm sorry. You're all lame. You're lame. Hershey bars are trash. They're trash. They're garbage. True story. Hershey's chocolate cannot legally be considered chocolate in most of the world because it's not chocolate. What is it? It has so little actual chocolate in it that it can't be considered chocolate in most countries. It has chocolate in it. It's just a concoction of candy and stuff. Okay. It's and it's not good. Like Hershey's dark is decent. It's it's not the best, but it's not horrible. But like Hershey's milk chocolate is so vile. I do not understand why anybody likes that, but it's always at the top of the list. Number seven is a Twix. Got to be one of the greatest candy bars of all time. Number seven though. Number seven. I know. This is also another weird one for me. There's been a shift in Kit Kats. Like, all of a sudden, Kit Kat's popular again. Kit Kat used to be mega popular, and then it fell off, and nobody liked it. Now, all of a sudden, everybody wants a Kit Kat now. I'm okay without the Kit Kat. I'm going I'm to collect a guy when it comes to my candy, but, man, Kit Kat, nah. The kids trade Kit Kat at school for currency. 
<laughs> what is this jail? I it's it's the weirdest thing, you know. It's like we all we all had candy currency when we were kids. It was just Kit Kat was never the currency, uh, but yeah, Kit Kat is like super popular right now. Uh, Sour Patch Kids love them, love Sour Patch Kids. Snickers bar classic, can't go wrong with that. Uh, Skittles amazing, right? M and M's horrible, horrible trash. Sorry, horrible. Yeah, I'm but, with them. Okay. I also ate a five-pound bag once when I was a kid and threw up for like three days. So that's why I don't like M&M's. Uh, but number one, Reese's. Still number one. There like Reese's go. is still number one. Undefeated. It just doesn't make, man, it doesn't make any sense. Undefeated. It doesn't make any, here, okay, I think we need to come up with new candy. We're at a point, I think we're stale. Somebody's got to come up with something new. What would be your candy? I don't know, just like, somebody needs to invent a new candy. Look, here, here's a fact. Here's an absolute fact. This is undeniable. Caramello and Rolo are better than all of these. Rolo? I mean, you've it's ne- not better than all of them. You've but I mean, ne- it's well, up come there. on. It's up there. Come on. It's up there. It Maybe the Butterfinger is better than Rolo. Yeah. Maybe. No, yeah. I'll, I'll, grant, I'll grant you the possibility that Butterfinger is better than it's Rolo. It's top 10, though. Huh? It's top 10, though. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I get the Skittles. You know, I, I get that. All right, Snickers is on there. I Yeah, okay. But see, people like Snickers because it's like comfy food. You know, it's not like, oh, I have to have a Snickers. It's There's just one of those things. There's a lot going things. on there. Yeah, Snickers is just a good classic candy bar. The nuts. Um, you, know, you know what's really good, though? And this is this is a newer candy. Buenos. Buenos are yummy. Buenos. You ever had a bueno? No. They're really good. And the kids you described to me a bueno. I would have. It's like a chocolate thing, and it's got like uh, some kind of like a kind of like a cream filling in it, but I don't know what the flavor it would be. Um, but they're really, really good. And I would never have had one until my kids were like, I want that. I don't know. It you sounds know. no bueno to me. Yeah, exactly. But I, I don't know, man. I feel like we're in a uh, we're in a candy rut. It's the same list every year. It's just that, you know, Kit Kat moves up, maybe moves down a little bit, but it's the same list every single year. I feel like it's time we just we started coming up with some new candies. I'll, I'll, maybe bueno will be on the list in a year or two. Who knows? It is relatively new. <laughs> And we don't, and, and I, I always have to say this when we talk about candy, uh, we do not do Kinder Eggs appropriately in North America because the real Kinder Eggs are banned. You cannot have Kinder Eggs in North America. Um, the real ones have the toy inside the candy bar. But real Kinder Eggs, which I smuggled out of Ireland when we came back, are amazing. But the ones that they, they actually do sell here, which like the toy has to be in a separate compartment, as the, it's, they're not very good. And it's not even remotely the same thing. So it's a completely different candy. But, uh, yeah, man, I I don't know. If, if I do like my Mike and Ikes, too, man. I crave Mike and Ikes. I do. Top 10 worthy, though, Mike and Ikes. Based on my movie, my movie night uh, decisions, yeah, I guess so. Maybe. They're just, they're satisfying. They could replace Skittles. Yeah, I think they're interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would go with that. Yeah. I would go with that. Uh, number one, though. Gotta be whiskey. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. Yeah, watching the uh, the live stream blow up with the candies that they like. And a lot of them I, I haven't seen in years, man. I just, I don't know if they're not made anymore. Remember, Michelle Obama waged a war on the candy industry. 
And I think a lot of that stuff died out. Uh, Clark bars. I haven't seen a Clark bar in forever. A Take 5 in forever. Uh, let's see. Heath bars. Mr. Good bar was the trash that used to infect my, my Halloween stash every year. Uh, we're big Almond Joy fans in the Hendrickson household, though. Uh, Mom and Dad enjoy the Almond Joys, and the kids don't, so it's always nice to snag them from. We like coconut. Uh, we're not big on mounds, though. Like, you need you need the almond to kind of, like, perfectly balance that that flavor. We love our Almond Joys. Um, I, again, just going back to the question that Josh was asking earlier, if I had to pick a favor, it would be Laffy Taffy. That's just, I could eat that all day, every day, forever, if, if it wouldn't just completely wreck my body and destroy me. I would totally do that, but um, don't get it a lot, unfortunately. But other than the banana flavor. That stuff is horrible. The wife likes it, though. But, yeah, not not me on the banana flavor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, make sure you follow me on Telegram at Casey the Host. Also, hit the Rumble button if you're watching on the live stream. So you got to click that Rumble button. Also, watch the live stream at rumble.com slash Casey the Host. We've got uh, a lot more serious stuff to discuss and break it up. I told you we have a little fun today. A little break. A lot of craziness happening out there in the world today. So we got to... Yeah, just kind of relax a little bit. We're heading into the holiday season. We got to get primed and ready, de-stress just a little bit before we have to deal with the horrible in-laws and everything else. It is currently 4:31. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. get my wife her new car she absolutely loves it you know and the experience was great it's always a little nerve-wracking going and buying a new car yes it's a major expense but let's be honest you know that you're in for a long day-long ordeal of haggling and going back and forth and not trusting whether or not you're getting the best deal or anything of that nature but it was super easy and no stress no pressure over at r&b car company at the end of the day Wife test drove several vehicles, found the one that she wanted, and she's in a better vehicle than she was in before with lower mileage and a factory warranty on there because R&B Car Company deals with vehicles that are good quality vehicles you can buy. They're also buying vehicles now. So if you're looking at getting rid of your car or truck or van, you can actually go to rbcarcompany.com, set up a, an appraisal to go ahead and get your vehicle sold to them. They're, in a, they're a great company, and I, like I said, we've been very happy with our dealings with R&B Car Company over the years, and we certainly hope that you'll give them a try when you're looking for a vehicle, too. And they've got very, very convenient calculators and all of that stuff to help guide you right there on their website. Go to rbcarcompany.com, and as always, let them know that I sent you. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. All right. Um, man, they got they got a lot of Trailhawks and stuff over there at R&B Car Company right now, too. If you're looking for uh, Trailhawks, those things are those are good, good vehicles. All right, Jen Pisaki. Jen Pisaki's got COVID. She's uh, fully vaccinated. And again, there is no such thing as Fully vaccinated. We're just throwing it out there. She is vaccinated. So Jen, Jen Psaki has COVID. Um, there was some concern because Jen Psaki tested positive for COVID and had been meeting face-to-face with Joe Biden 
just a couple of days before that, and then Joe Biden went face-to-face with the Pope. Could you imagine Joe Biden out there saying that the Pope called me a real Catholic and that I should still continue to get communion while supporting the uh, the death of babies? And then Joe Biden being the guy that infects the Pope and kills him with COVID? Wouldn't that be a thing? That's not going to happen, though. Joe Biden uh, allegedly tested negative today. That was released earlier in the day. So Jen Psaki has the COVID. Bon Jovi. Yeah, that Bon Jovi. He's also fully vaccinated and has the COVID. Do you care about that? No, they're just continuing to point out high-profile people that are fully vaxxed and continue to catch COVID because, again, the people who are getting COVID right now are the people who have never had COVID vaxxed or not. doesn't really matter. Those are the people that are getting COVID right now. Um, Again, friendly reminder that the vaccine wears off. It is not permanent. It is temporary, and it wears off. So the longer you have been since you got your vaccine, the more susceptible you are to actually catching COVID And this kind of brings me to this very interesting headline in the Wall Street Journal. And Wall Street Journal has been playing fear monger through this whole thing. But it's very strange. So this is the the headline in the Wall Street Journal. And they actually cover some decent data in it. I just want to really kind of focus on the headline here. The Delta wave of COVID-19 cases is abating across most of the U.S. Health officials say boosting vaccination rates is key to maintaining that momentum. All right, there's, there's that. But here's the actual headline of the article, though. Delta surge of COVID-19 recedes, which is true. It is receding. The numbers are going down, leaving winter challenge ahead. What does that mean? So the headline says, hey, the, the co- you know Delta surge of COVID is receding, but there's a challenge in the winter ahead. We don't know that. We don't know that there's a challenge in the winter. And the weird thing is they started, they started going through and comparing what's happening now with kind of what happened last fall. Now, for those of you who don't remember, last fall, we had we had a summer where they were talking about the pandemic being over. Not this year, last year. They thought it was over. And they were, you know, there was actually some periods of time where you could declare the epidemic in the United States over. Uh, they didn't. They were anticipating a fall surge. One of the few things that Fauci's actually gotten right so there was a fall surge, but that started the last week of August and then hit in September and then continued to get worse throughout the winter. The exact opposite has happened this year. So the Wall Street Journal is basically saying, hey, remember last year we all got hit in the winter time? Well, we might get hit again. We don't know what's out there. But it's completely different than it was last year. First of all, even though they've identified other COVID variants out there, none of them have materialized as a contender to replace Delta. Um, You've got way more people now who have been infected with COVID. Uh, The death rate continues to decline. So you assume that if there was a mutation that would break through, that that would still be even less deadly. Um, You've got to remember, the Delta variant infected a lot more people than the previous variants did. And as a result... A lot more people have been exposed to COVID now than in 2020. And some people would attribute that to being worse, but, you know, the death rate continued to go down. So while cases and deaths did go up total, the rate, the number of people who died from COVID versus the number of people who have COVID 
actually continued to go down throughout the entire year in 2021. So we start to, to look at, you know, how the Wall Street Journal is kind of covering this. And it's like, you can't just admit that things are going pretty darn good right now. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, you know, things are looking pretty good. But, you know, it, we still got to get through the winter because it, these things can resurge in the wintertime. We don't know what's going to happen. Ultimately, it's nothing wrong with writing an article like that. But the headline, Delta surge of COVID-19 recede, leaving winter challenge ahead. Well, what's the challenge? And there isn't one. They're just speculating that there will be one because there was last year. But last year's challenge started the last week of August. And it hit us in September. It just continued to get worse through December. But they're making it all about don't go visit your family. Don't have the holidays again. So really what it is, it's another article that is being pushed by the system. We'll just call it the system at this point in time being pushed by the system to get you to not participate in the holidays, which has ultimately been what they've been telling you. They obviously told you that in 2020, but they're telling you that again this year. Yeah, don't really get together, you know, that sort of thing. If you can stay home, stay home and all of that. But with the Delta variant, one of the good things about the Delta variant is that it infected so many people. And because it infected so many people, we now have, we're probably well over herd immunity uh, you're going to continue to have some cases. That's going to happen. But the people who are getting COVID right now are people who have never had COVID and are fully vaccinated. Those are the ones who are getting COVID because they're the biggest segment of the population. And as a result, that's where those infections are. This is why we're seeing in September that 77.7% of COVID deaths in Illinois were fully vaccinated people. And why we're seeing over 70% for several months in a row now in the UK and in Sweden, um, the deaths of COVID in those countries for the past several months have overwhelmingly been fully vaccinated people. And this is why you're seeing, you know, most of the people who, who die from COVID or get or hospitalized by COVID in like New Hampshire and things like that, they're all fully vaxxed because people who've already had COVID fight off the illness and it's not a big deal. They don't get reinfected. Um, again, friendly reminder that people who have recovered from COVID, the reinfection rate is far less than 1%. So if you round up to 1%, you're still in margin of error. But people who get COVID just tend to not get reinfected. So if they do, they tend to have some kind of a secondary uh, comorbidity that further compromises their immune system. But it's just kind of, you know, it, it's it's not weird because they've been doing this the whole pandemic. But just looking at the way the headlines are, even when they're acknowledging good news, they still have to hit you with, yes, but we still have this horrible challenge ahead in the winter because it's going to be cold and people are going to get together in the cold and therefore we're all going to probably die just like last year. Only there isn't any actual evidence that there's anything out there that could potentially do that. At least the last time we knew that there was a Delta variant. We knew that that existed. We've got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Zebra. Well, that, I mean, that's the other thing, you know, the lab testing and all that stuff, dude. I mean, we could, we could have days of conversations about that. <clears throat> On the fifth, I will be doing my thing with Dr. Stock. He's coming to town. <laughs> We'll be hosting an event, interviewing him, talking about the COVID. 
all that stuff. Poor Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi just wants to live his life, man. It's his life, after all. <laughs> if I if I had the the energy to put it together, it'd be like Bon Jovi. It's my life has COVID. <laughs> uh, he's okay. At least that's what the indication is from the thumbnail image on the article. Dr. Stock. Remember that doctor in Indiana went viral at the school board meeting? We interviewed him a little while ago. That guy. Sometimes the best thing you can do when you have a hot mic is to go get your vehicle detailed at Z-Bart of South Bend because it'll protect you. From those unfortunate mishaps, you know, like leaving your microphone on during during the commercial break or, or even possibly just driving down the road, minding your own business, having tree debris fall in your vehicle like I did. But I had ceramic Z-gloss paint coatings. So you can't even tell that there was some damage to my vehicle because it protected the paint that well. That's what ceramic Z-gloss paint coating does. It's not that foofy, silly I don't even add it. You know, you go to the store, you buy a little spray bottle, and you're like, oh, it's the same thing. No, it's not. There's a full paint process, okay? You got multiple layers, and it is harder than your paint. Your vehicle will look better than it did, shinier, wetter than it did when it was brand new off of the showroom floor. If you take your vehicle seriously, you're going to go to Z-Bar to South Bend. You got the winter months coming. I don't know if you noticed, but it's been a little chilly outside. If you don't have a remote start, get one installed by Z-Bar to South Bend so you can get the vehicle all nice and toasty before the kids get in the car and then you do not have to listen to them complain and gripe and yell at you all the way to school and get that undercoating taken care of so your vehicle doesn't rust out. And yes, if you have rust under your vehicle, Z-Bart of South Bend can take care of that too. Go to Z-Bart of South Bend. As always, let them know that I sent you. Well, at least during the commercial break, you, you learned about the event that we're doing with uh, Dr. Dan Stock. He's coming to town on the 5th, so I'll be doing that event with him. Um, I will post an old interview that I did with Dr. Dan Stock. He's the guy that went viral in uh, August at the Mount Vernon Community School Corporation in Indiana about mask mandates. And so we, we interviewed him on the show. Uh, so I'll post that interview in the daily show prep. And then, of course, that he'll be in town on the 5th, and we'll be doing an event with him on the 5th. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. And then we have Noise on the 13th. And go to 953mnc.com. You can pick up your tickets to, to Noise, and uh, we'll have Brian Kilme and me. We'll be on the stage, uh, moderated by Brooklyn and John. Although, uh, I have to come up with all of the topics. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to... I want to leave it up to the audience. One, well, it's it's a twofer. One, less work for me. Two, you get to decide what Brian Kilmeade and I discuss. And we don't have any, like, preconceived idea of what it is. So basically, I get a list of topics. I hand it off to John in Brooklyn. 
they just they pick what we're going to actually discuss and of course we'll have audience participation and everything else at noise it's going to be a blast so go to 953mnc.com pick up your noise tickets or go to the learner.com pick up your noise tickets there as well uh vip is sold out but we're looking forward to seeing you in general admission too it's going to be a blast it always is people are just stoked 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 i was going to say psyched and stoked all at the same time so it became stoked uh, people are pretty excited about having noise back in its normal full capacity. We are looking forward to having it out there. Uh, speaking of Biden being the superest, betterest Catholic, if he did not poop his pants. And by the way, the the, the Biden pooping his pants thing, real or not, again, most plausible conspiracy theory about a presidential visit overseas that we've had in over five years. But it's that much more impactful because of the the my butt's been wiped thing and has re- it, it just you know you can't have multiple takes where he's talking about doing that or at least seemingly is talking about doing that without there just being some kind of a, a conspiracy about it but um so he did he visited the pope and we mentioned earlier that the pope um you know allegedly told biden that he was he was the besterest catholic of all of the catholics and that uh, he should still get communion now of course the diocese in, in various places of the country have been denying him communion um, but I would also like to point out that Joe Biden is against the abortion heartbeat law in Texas. You know how many, you know how many human lives have been saved by the heartbeat law so far? Two thousand one hundred and forty-nine. Two thousand one hundred and forty-nine babies will live because of the Texas heartbeat law, and I don't think that that's any small accomplishment, ladies and gentlemen. I really don't. That's a lot of people. 2,149. That's that's almost more people than voted for Joe Biden, Josh. I mean, legitimately, of course. Go to rubble.com slash Casey the host. Telegram at Casey the host. Follow me on both of those platforms. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.